I was definitely with my first one over involved. And now with the second one, having gone to college, uh, the first one is training me to be a better <laughs> mom. So she's, she's telling me, let go. It's very frustrating, mom, when you, you know, mama, when you keep on asking questions or you keep on, you think you're being involved, but it's very frustrating for us. So let it go. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. And I'm kind of looking at her going, okay, yeah, you know, it's hard, but I have yeah. to do it. Parents, uh, welcome to the Wednesday evening session that we have with you every Wednesday called for the series called Imperfect Parenting. We are excited to see you guys uh, again. And this time, we have done two things differently. The first one is that we have recorded this uh, session ahead of time uh, for, for a couple of reasons. And the second is that we don't have a guest today because we've had a lot of parents of older children reaching out to us saying, hey, you guys aren't talking anything about college going kids. So college bound kids. Yeah. So, so we thought, hey, you know, let's do that. Let's talk about uh, college going kids and let's talk about how we can build their resilience. So here we are today uh, talking about these very important topics. So, you know, Deepa, many colleges, many schools are engaging in uh, massive grade inflation. And we are not fully preparing our children to what is lying ahead, which is the challenging path of moving from a school to a college. And so much is tied up to, you know, the parental pressure, what the college's expectations are, our okay. education system, all of these things. And there's so much pressure on our kids. And, and I we think are, a lot of our thing is about grades, right? We entirely, right from grade one to grade 12, that's all we're thinking about is the grades. So you were yeah. right about the grade inflation. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 look at us as parents, right? Let's inter let's interpret that also. Mm -hmm. That as parents, we are a we are a generation of over-involved. Let me <laughs> fix all your problems. Let me solve all your problems. Yep. Uh, parents. The third aspect to that is the social media and the technology that is bombarding our children. It's like a war zone, right? When the social media platforms are meant to connect all of us, it seems to be not doing that. In fact, it's doing the exact opposite. Sometimes, our children yeah. are raised in this very technological era, which either you and I kind of grew up in. So mm -hmm. their growing up is very different. Their challenges are very different. And Absolutely. they're yeah. literally dodging these bullets and you can come out of the war alive, <laughs> but you are going through unimaginable amount of stress, anxiety, mental health is a big topic that we are all talking about. Our kids are preparing themselves and immersing themselves in getting good grades and in fulfilling their assignments, in, in actually going through, uh, you know, uh, inflating and bulking up their resumes so they look very good for college. And that's when you and I are going to ask a slightly different question, yes. a very big question to ask life's big question that we should, as parents, talk to our children about. So I listened to this uh, podcast which I was telling you earlier about uh -huh. and I wanted to share a little bit from there yeah the right question to ask is who do you want to be not just what you want to do and how do you allow who you want to be to thrive in all aspects of your life now why is this all aspects of our life important because while you may be very successful academically or you may be doing really well uh, in your scores are you mentally resilient to deal with all the challenges that are being thrown at you? So, you know, at this stage of our life, children are asking, what course should I join? What major should I be in? Which college should I apply to? And so that I can build a great career. 
But the question is not about building a great career because that's not what life is. So the answer is career is not your life. While this may sound very easy, it is important for us to ask this question. Who do I want to be? And why do we ask this question? Because we want to answer this question. How resilient are our college going teams? And so so what do you have to say about that, Deepa? This is our interesting topic. How resilient is your college going team? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I'm so excited actually to be answering these questions today. And I'm so glad that so many of our parents sent the questions in and said, yeah, we love, you know, that you're talking about the younger kids and, your, that the, and the development, the developmental trajectory of the younger kids. But now, you know, can you answer a few questions about our college kids? So I, and I remember when we were doing our research for another time management program that we were going to do, and we were thinking about goal setting. And we were, yes. uh, you know, we were researching goal setting. And of course, now with the end of the year in three months, can you believe it? 2021 is almost it's over. It's gone fast, yes. Seriously. But um, in three months, we'll be starting all our resolutions and our goal setting and, uh, you know, all of the organizational and time management skills. And that's when I think it bears thought that goal setting is a little bit of a shorter process in terms of it is you know, the the longest you'd set your goals for is 12 months, right? A year. Or you'd set a goal for five years. Your five-year goal, your 12-month goal, your six-month goal. These are about things that you want to do, right? But the deeper question that begs to be asked then is who do you want to be, which is your intention. And that intention is lifelong. And I wish, you know, we had understood this a a little earlier when we were a little younger, because I remember when I was little, someone asked me when I was very little, someone asked me, what do you want to be? Which is a normal question that uncles and aunties ask ask us, right? And so I said, I want to be a rickshaw driver. And everybody (laughs) laughed and we, we kind of moved on, but that was the what. What do you want to be? As I grew older, I wanted to be a stewardess because I wanted to travel everywhere. So I said, you know, that's what I want to be. And somehow in our generation, nobody really talked about girls becoming pilots. So I said, okay, I want to be a stewardess. Okay, there was a big laugh about that. And I grew up a little more. And then I said, I wanted to be a teacher. I always kept changing my what, but if only someone had asked me, who do you want to be? I think the question would have been then, or the answer would have been, I want to help people, right? I want to help people and I want to have fun doing it. And I think that's what- And I think so important, isn't it? That you align your personality with your purpose. You can only do well, you can only be successful as an individual. And I'm not just talking about career or school. I'm talking about in life in general is when you can align your personality with your purpose. And, you know, uh, so let's just get right into it about the resilience aspect of it. Yes, Yes. How do we, how do we, I mean, we all say that, you know, teens need to learn, they need to figure out how to solve problems on their own. But if we have never started this process young enough, how do we actually get our children to do that? So anything you yeah. want to talk about in that? Actually, way? I remember our conversations, right? When our first one, when our older one was going off to college, older ones were going off to college and we started panicking, you and I, because we were just like, oh my God, you know, she doesn't know how to make her own bed or <laughs> she's never, you know, cooked a meal in her life or She's always got the earphones on. Will you know what if she's got her earphones on and she's walking, you know, on a on an empty empty road and she's and not somebody aware. following her or something. Yeah. Yeah, and she's not aware of what's going on around. And we started freaking out. And that's when I realized that 
I wish we had started the process of allowing a little more freedom and allowing that ability to solve problems when they were younger, because then they would have been more resilient and we would have saved ourselves, I think, a lot of anxious moments yeah, if we had yeah, done that. Absolutely, huh? because then we would have had that confidence in our children because yeah. they would have already done all of these things. And I remember, you know, between you and I, we have three college-going kids. So we already, <laughs> we are oh very experienced to talk about this topic for sure. Sure. And, you know, I remember, and you you said that to me also, with, with our firstborn, we have been texting them every hour or oh. checking on them daily and hourly. And, and I don't think that's the right thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. I was also with too much of a helicopter parenting. Yeah, yeah. With but the first you know, one, I was very over. I have to say, it came from a place of oh my bacha, you know what my bacha doing and all that. But you know what I have realized is that the more further away the distance between my daughter calling me and speaking to me, I have found that she has achieved a lot more and figured out a lot more and interpreted a lot more things by herself when I'm not constantly involved in her life, right? Ah, yeah, I mean, I know, I'm sorry I interrupted earlier, but I know that I was definitely with my first one over-involved. And now with the second one having gone to college, uh, the first one is training me to be a better <laughs> mom. So she's she's telling me, let go. It's very frustrating, mom, when you, you know, mama, when you keep on asking questions or you keep on, you think you're being involved, but it's very frustrating for us. So let it go. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. And I'm kind of looking at her going, okay, yeah, you know, it's hard, but I have yeah. to do it. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Don't, yes, be involved. And, you know, but like you said about um, uh, your daughter, right, that uh, you you were so proud when you realized that she was the best cook among her roommates. Yes. In fact, uh, that's exactly what I was going to say is that, you know, for for a child who never picked up after leaving her her dirty laundry in the room, bed was never made, (laughs) never entered the kitchen in her life. Suddenly, she's now in this dorm with four other, uh, three other girls and four of them are together and she apparently is the, the neatest person in the room, the the cleanest person in the room, the best cook. And actually, I now when I look back, I think it's because of the consequence I always gave her about yeah. not, uh, you know, picking up after herself, about constantly talking to her about why making a bed is such an important task to begin the day with, because that's one responsibility that you have checked off. Yeah. And that's why I remember telling my children that, you know what, I used to get very frustrated and I would say things like, what do you guys have to do? I have to uh, cook. I have to clean. I have to set to bring the groceries. I have to uh, pay the bills. I have to pay your fees. I have to do everything. What is your job? And I think this is an important point that I think parents really need to listen to is that, yes, your children are doing a job as college going kids. Let's talk a little bit about that. How to treat college as a 40 plus hour job. Uh, let, let's talk. I, I know people are going to get shocked, but let's talk about that. I think we should. I think it's a very nice bullet point that we have is that what do we, what should we expect? I think someone asked us that, right? What should we expect of our children? What can we expect? And it's like being a student is a full-time job. So expect, yes, for sure. And we'll talk about this a little later is expect excellence for sure from them in being a student, but also 
treat it like a job. So there will be consequences if you don't turn in your assignments on time, if you don't send in your projects on time, if you are late to class, if you miss too many classes, right? Yeah. Instead of them learning all of this when they go to college, why not start when they're in 10th standard? Why not start when they're in 9th standard, right? Where they let them face the consequence of not giving an assignment. Because that's the thing. I was always so worried about this 10th standard board exam and 12th standard board exam that I was reminding them about everything. No, and, 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 and the common justification that most parents give is, Are wo hai. Yeah, oh. she's studying. I don't want to disturb her. I'll take care of this. I think that's where we are making a mistake. It's like I a job. That, yeah. I think that everybody, there are, there are kids who uh, handle the responsibility quite well. I mean, they yeah. manage everything. How is she managing everything? And we may argue that, yeah, they're now older, so they're more responsible. I don't think it comes that way. In fact, there are people who have delayed sense of responsibility and are have commitment phobias because they never take responsibility at all wow. and that's why uh, one of the things i tell my children is if you don't understand something you go ask your teachers yeah you figure it out let them solve their own problems so our next point that i wanted to discuss is encourage our children to go and talk to the professors tell them to go and get help they yeah. have to be strong enough to figure out the solutions themselves yeah. if, if a problem has been created they need to solve it they yeah. need to be able to reach out to the professors, right? 100%. It goes, it comes from that 40 hour week job concept. Once you realize that being a student is a job, it's not only about academics. It's about everything about being a student. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It's not just your academics. So I, I know that, uh, you know, there are so many parents or so many children actually who come to our classes and they won't do their homework, right? And they'll come and they'll say, auntie, I had exam. Auntie, I had too much assignments today. So that's when we talk to them about conversations about coming to us earlier remember during the week we say come during the week and say auntie i'm unable to finish this what can i do reach exactly. out to us that's right. the same thing reach out to your teachers reach out to and i Especially remember in college this is a very common thing where you the have professors to, have open office hours and they ask the children to come and talk to them so and they yeah. are not going to come to you and say darling are you having a problem can i help you what can i do oh you didn't wake up on time oh your alarm clock is not working nobody is going to do that so it's better to start when they are younger and wow. i remember i used to always ask my children three questions so when they came to me with a problem i would say did you ask your teacher and they say yeah and then she said blah 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 or sometimes the teacher may have said you know go figure it out yourself Correct. then did you ask your friend yeah, I asked, you know, so-and-so and she said, I did it this way, but I don't know if that's the right way. And I, say, and I say, did you ask anyone else, right? Someone else, third person. And I'd say, or ask, Google it or do your research. Did yeah. you ask the internet, right? Yeah. Okay. So did you, so these three things have you done? Then you come to me, we'll figure it out together. Correct. Correct. But make the attempt. What happens to us now? And I, we've done it too so we are not you know we are not beating anybody else up yeah. we've done it too we want to jump in and solve the problem because we know the answer so we're so excited and yeah. so we want to tell in fact uh, i remember last week my daughter was going on and on about you know i need uh, an ipad because she's in a design school and you know i need an ipad i need to and we've already bought her an expensive uh, computer and now she's asking for an ipad and already going abroad means you're you're paying a lot of fees and and i said okay if you think that you really need it you need to justify A, why you need it. Yeah, and yeah. B, you need to figure out how you're going to pay for it. 
Correct. Lo behold, yeah. she had because we refused to engage in that kind of a you know you need it's not you can you can survive without it. But if you think you can't figure out a way, she's now got two jobs that is now paying for her iPad, and she's figured it out and she's managing her school, she's managing her job, and she's feeling extremely proud and confident about her yeah. own ability to take care of her own needs. Yeah. And I think. It does hurt a little bit to say no to your child, and you yeah, think, yeah, "Oh, it yeah. is our responsibility, right?" As parents, yeah. we want to give them everything, but when the time comes, I think we have to take a step back and say, "Figure it out." And today, yeah. I, I think we feel extremely proud that she has taken these steps, and we feel really good that she has paid for this herself. So and think about how she is feeling, Seema. I'm sure she is feeling so amazing. She now thinks that I can do anything. I can do anything. Yeah. I can conquer the world. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's exactly why stepping back. That's what you gave her. That's what you gave her. And one one additional point that I wanted to uh, discuss, and which is you know this whole concept of okay, when we are scheduling, you talked about that earlier. We're talking about planning and scheduling and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we keep putting in the work that we have to do in our planner, but we never schedule a downtime. Like we say, happiness doesn't come to you. It has to be you have to pull happiness towards you. Similarly, downtime, down downtime, which is relaxing, resting, doing things that you enjoy, is something that you need to put into your planner first. Yes. Because that kind of reprograms your mind for something. And when you when you have scheduled a downtime, you know that you are not no longer overwhelmed by the work that has been done. Correct. Right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I I I mean. Every time I I remember every time I we talk to our children, it's always gyan giving, no? It's always yeah. instruction. It's always ऐसे करो ऐसे मत करो. Two hours for math, three hours for science. Or last time तुम्हारे maths के subject marks practice करो पंद्रह problems करो. Yeah. So we are like constantly, and they look at us only, and you can see it in their eyes, right? When you start talking only, they start switching off. And right. I feel so bad, but I can't stop my mouth from talking, despite the fact that I'm seeing right that they're switching off. Yeah. I we discovered this again in our time management research, and it has worked wonders not just for our children but for all our students. Is that you take that sheet of paper, put in the hours of the day, give it to them, and say, "Put the fun stuff in." Yes, schedule fun stuff. It's so positive. हो जाता है ना the whole Correct. discussion becomes so positive after. And that. they don't feel overwhelmed. They don't feel like there's so much I have to do because so, they know for a fact that there has been time to themselves. Time for themselves, and I remember in the pre-college skills uh, uh, course that we had done, one of our students says, "Oh, after nine thirty, I only listen to music. Huh. It's my time. I close the door. I listen to my headphones, and that's my time. And if I don't do that, I will not. I will be so miserable the next day." And right. I think that that kind of speaks to this uh, point that you need to schedule your downtime. Yes. So one other thing, you know, of course, when you go to college, you are now opening up yourself to new people, new experiences, new knowledge. So how open and how encouraging should we be in you know telling our children in order to for them to become resilient is to be open how yeah. do we how do we talk to them about that yeah uh, we were talking about this earlier and the two points with being open is of course being open and always keeping that door open for conversations and again those habits start young so we have to start when they are small we have to continuously talk and keep the door open for conversations and uh, back and forth and sometimes arguments and discussions and sometimes share experiences that we have yeah. which has pushed us out of the comfort zone i mean there yes. are so many things that you and i have done in the confident communicator where we have learned so many things <laughs> 
technology we are not tech, we have we are technically challenged but we have pushed ourselves constantly pushing the boundaries all the time i think that that openness comes with getting out of that comfort zone and allowing our children to say wow. don't let's limit yourself to just learning academic things but open yourself to new experiences try out new things try out meeting new people try out new knowledge so if you are for example i remember steve jobs talking about learning calligraphy when he was going yes, to yes. technical school and that sort of led to the whole you the know whole macbook of, thing yeah the whole macbook thing so i think when you open yourself to learning new things new knowledge meeting new people i think that also sort of builds that resilience inside the child's mind and the confidence because now you are you are able to sort of uh, navigate through or uh, maybe a corporate life or even life in general by saying i have a good understanding of all of these things through my openness through my pushing the boundaries through my sense of empathy and kindness all of these factors yeah and to me openness also means like both of us right we have technically very savvy children and we are both challenged not so savvy being open meant not showing our children that we are perfect and we know everything but Correct. going to them for help and saying nahi samajh how to do this yeah yeah ye instagram mein help and it is because of our openness to learn even from our own children yeah is when we have also learned the most right so that openness and they learn between who you are learning from yeah. and they learn to be okay with not knowing right so then that normalizing failure which you were talking about earlier comes out right where we have so, to do that now the last and most controversial uh, topic because it's the buzzword today is let's normalize failure let's hold them accountable so how you know this whole normalizing of failure is a very open to interpretation kind of a thing right okay so yeah you know it's okay to fail but do we really want our children to fail we want them to do well right so their success is the most important to us then why are we talking about normalizing failure what's your interpretation of that and see this was one of the questions right that some of the yes. parents have asked us ki yaar tum log buzzword like bolte fail hona chahiye ah, ah. yeah yeah and they are like you all say it's very easy for you to say uh, you know let the child fail are <laughs> but when we say let the child fail that doesn't mean that they fail and then they stay in that failure wala dabba right it's not like that yeah when you normalize failure you make them understand two things one that yes थोड़ा कम मार्क्स आया 40 परसेंट आया 45 परसेंट आया दैट्स अ बैड थिंग यूर फीलिंग टेरेबल अबाउट इट बट इट्स नॉट द एंड ऑफ द वर्ल्ड दैट्स नंबर वन द नंबर टू पार्ट ऑफ इट इज दैट वी डिस्पाइट सेइंग दैट इट्स नॉट द एंड ऑफ द वर्ल्ड द कॉन्वर्सेशन हैज टू कंटिन्यू कि ओके नाउ व्हाट डू यू वॉन्ट टू डू अबाउट इट Right. Um, one of the choices is I don't like this subject. I'm going to give it up. I'm just going to manage to get fifty percent till I can give it up, and then I'm going to give it up. Okay. The second is I don't like getting this forty-five and fifty percent. I need to do better. Okay. Now what do we do to get better? How do we do? What is the effort that we put in? How do we put in this effort? So all that conversation takes time. So again, we have to give our children time. we Correct. have to talk to them and we let's have to focus, focus on, on the effort right let's focus, focus on the effort focus on the effort i mean the end result is never that critical the effort is what is critical and what you have to give 
uh, where you be where are you accountable is not about your grades but how much did you put in in order to get to that point so yes. how accountable are you for your effort and that's what we should focus on and i think this has been such an amazing conversation and i and you as you know we discussed that this is something that you and i need to record and send out to our uh, parents because it's very very pertinent so again to reiterate uh, we want our parents to now ask the question who do you want to be rather than focusing on what is it that you want to do yes and yes. um there are a few topics that we talked about today which is uh, resilience and shyness and we talked about uh, you know how do you ace every exam so all these three different po uh, points and topics we will be sharing at the end of this uh, this uh, video we'll be sharing three videos about yes. resilience about how to raise shy, shy kids and about acing every exam because it talks a lot about the planning aspect of it also and and recognizing effort rather than result so you know that's it for today and you know we are so happy that parents are sending us these uh, wonderful Questions. topics to talk yes, about yes. for yes. different ages for different situations and scenarios and we will try to bring in as many interesting guests if you think that you are a guest who wants to join us please do reach out to us uh, for our imperfect uh, parenting series that happens every wednesday at 5 pm thank you for tuning in and we will see you again next week thanks deepma thank you seema bye i had so much fun today bye Amazing. bye